Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Real. I am your host, Kiana Jalili, and let's jump into today's episode. So today, I have two of my best friends, Melina and Roya, and they joined me today to talk about toxic relationships slash situationships and i don't know where that word comes from but apparently it's like when you get in a situation with someone and you're in a relationship you don't know what you are so we just call the situationship i guess so we don't know all right i'm gonna start off with melina hi melina how are you hey girl i'm melina i'm so excited to be here with you today and i hope we have a really fun session together thank you actually um melina and i met through a friend of mine um, back at York, she used to go to Seneca, and then we just kind of like, oh, I see her so often, you know, mm-hmm. let's just say hi, and just boom, and then we went to a Montreal trip back in October 2016. Such a long time ago. Yeah, I know, and then that that was the trip that like, shit went down the hill for me, but then we got close, <laughs> <laughs> and um, okay, I'll move on to Roya, all right, hello, Roya. Hey, Kiana. What's up? Not much. All right, cool. So let them know how we met. Um, so we went to the same high school together, and mm-hmm. we would always see each other after school, yeah. right? But we'd never say anything, but we'd always smile at each other. Yeah. And then uh, one day, I think it was you that yeah. decided to say hi, and yeah. um, now we're here. Bro, I was, <laughs> I was lonely. <laughs> Give me so a break. So I, but at least you took the first step. All right, so I actually put a... Um, a, a questioner, whatever that is, on Instagram, and I asked people, like, what is a sign of a toxic relationship? And I actually got quite a lot of replies. I was like, wow, people actually replied. I was mm-hmm. like, and a lot of them mentioned gaslighting. A lot of them mentioned um, lack of communication, um, love bombing, and, you know, lots of talk, no action. And someone also said, falling in love with someone's potential and not what they show you which i mm-hmm. found really really cool i was like wow that's very really, like deep so i'm gonna start off with melina and all right so melina uh what was the time that you caught yourself in a toxic relationship and you noticed that it was getting toxic so um the moment that I realized I was involved in a toxic relationship one was when my boyfriend at the time was all talk and no action. Like he was always talking about how happy he wants to make me, all the gifts he wants to give me, all the places he wants to take me, but it would never happen. It would just stay as a discussion. Mm-hmm. And in reality of it, instead of like doing any of the things he would tell me, we would end up fighting a lot and um he would also gaslight me mm-hmm. which was like one thing that i had a really big problem with because yeah. like back in the day i think i dated him in 2015 yeah nobody was really into screenshotting like conversations and like keeping them for later yeah so like i couldn't i didn't know how to prove myself to him like this is what you said i don't know why you don't remember it right now mm-hmm. or you're making me question my own reality mm-hmm. like it was just really hard for me to communicate that to him and he would get away with it because yeah. I didn't know the correct way to like defend myself in that situation. Yeah. So those are definitely two of the ones. But um, just being all talk and no action would be one of the first and main things that, that pointed it out to me. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so 
Um, I know you've been into relationships, like yeah. you've had an uh, expensive relationship, but I think Roya, you mentioned that you never got to a point that you're very serious with someone to call the relationship. No, it's always been situationships, which I feel it's like a lot of girls can relate to where it feels like you're kind of in a relationship, but you're not in a relationship or mm-hmm. like, let's say you're friends with benefits or yeah. let's say you're getting to know another person and mm-hmm. they kind of you act like a couple exactly yeah. like a couple but you're just not a couple yeah, yeah it's right? like you're missing which that title which basically gives you yeah. the responsibility exactly and yeah. it's like you're doing exactly like everything like that like a boyfriend or a girlfriend would do or something yeah. right so it's like so what's missing like why is it yeah. like no title in a sense so like I wanna so to come in. Exactly yes that. so I'm gonna ask you a question do you think if a guy um, takes too long to ask you, let's say, to be his girlfriend, and you're just in this situationship. Do you think if it's taking way longer than it should, do you think it's gonna get toxic at some point? Um, see, I feel like it could be toxic, and at mm. the same time, it might not be. Mm. I think the problem nowadays with like our generation is that a lot of people feel like they have so many options out there, and yeah. they think by like committing to one person they're going to be missing out on like the other options Mm. right so it's like how would you know it's going to work out or not if you don't give it a chance exactly exactly that's the mindset of people especially in their early 20s too Mm -hmm. exactly yeah no definitely and um it's it's what always like made me kind of surprised is that a lot of people think a toxic relationship is one of those that like there's like physical abuse involved and that's when they're like okay you know this person is like abusing me physically so i need to leave and um i just i just think for me uh with the relationship that i've experienced in the past um it was not toxic but it got toxic at the end because whatever he was doing was pissing me off and i was like you know what i am too tired to communicate and i feel like so that was toxic and from me it was also toxic so everything that was happening within that last month it was just like toxic 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 like Mm -hmm. and then at some point i was like i am done and i feel like when something's happening and you go like all right like this is getting toxic let's say Melina if you were in that situation that the first sign is showing and your partner has absolutely no idea like in his eyes your relationship is perfect but in your eyes well not perfect nothing is perfect but you know it's going good but in your eyes you're like all right like no like this is getting toxic it's like a little messing with my mental health like what would you do like what is your move if you saw like the first sign of a toxic relationship i would definitely communicate it to him mm-hmm. and even though um there are so many situations where someone is being manipulated by their significant other without even realizing it mm-hmm. and there are other times that their significant other is knowingly manipulating the other person mm-hmm. and so they know how to get defensive and get out of the discussion about why is this happening 
Mm-hmm. This has happened to me both ways where I have told someone that like, hey, this is toxic behavior. Like, this is exactly what you're doing and this is how it makes me feel. I'm not comfortable with it. I'm not going to tolerate it. Yeah. And the per- I've had two outcomes of the person denying everything and being like, you're overreacting. It's not that serious. Yeah. Or saying like, okay, I acknowledge the fact that I made a mistake. I'll yeah. try harder next time. Yeah definitely you know sometimes like our defensiveness also becomes manipulation in another way without us realizing it yeah and i feel like the communication shouldn't always be one-sided either like us always expecting the guys to communicate to us i feel like it should be both ways yeah even in like situationships like yeah the way you mentioned how it could be toxic and how it could not be toxic roya i feel like if there's clear communication about what the person like what each people want there's less chance of it getting toxic like if both parties are okay with just being friends that like hook up or hang out go to the movies see each other whatever then if they're both like communicating that clearly together then that's just a really fun friendship but if someone's catching feelings but yeah. keeping it to themselves and like mm-hmm. starting to develop expectations yeah. of the other person without saying anything and just expectations i feel yeah. like that's when it becomes toxic and the other person starts to feel distant yeah. because they can get the vibe like mm-hmm. energy speak louder than words but there is no communication to be like hey this is what i feel what do you think we should do yeah mm-hmm. definitely and also i'm gonna since you talked about relationships um so do you think and then Roy, i'll get back to you with the situation part yeah um so do you think how much of let's say controlling would be like too much to the point that it's toxic because you think the thing is like nowadays there are people go like yeah um my partner is very controlling and then someone says my partner is overly protective and then people argue oh there's a difference between controlling and uh being protective which i agree because i feel like protective is just like you're trying to protect your partner yeah and then there should be like a rational uh reason behind it like a logical thing but i feel like when you're um controlling someone you're telling them do this do that exactly so that's possessiveness too mm -hmm. yeah so but one thing that i've noticed is that when you're trying to tell them okay you're being controlling in their eyes they're being protective and in their eyes they have a rational reason for their actions so what what would you think is going to happen in this situation because it's definitely going to get toxic if one person thinks oh you're controlling me you tell me what to do and what not to do yeah and then the other person is like oh no i'm trying to be protective i'm trying to be a good partner what if it's gonna happen i feel like both parties in the relationship need to understand that they're independent individuals in and of them of their own first then they add to the other person's life yeah i feel like um in a relationship or as an individual you need to be happy within yourself so your happiness is not dependent on another person you just add to the other person's happiness and vice versa Mm -hmm. and the control is the same i think like if you're both on the same page 
about it i don't think the control would be too much for example if someone says i don't feel comfortable with you doing so and so because like i want to protect you i like care about you this is making me feel uncomfortable if it's just a genuine feeling of uncomfort i feel like it's more understandable than just trying to control the other's person life daily yeah. decisions and like manipulating them into doing what you like all the time definitely. yeah definitely. no definitely and okay roya i have a question so yeah. um you were um you were raised in a family your in an interracial family mm-hmm. and um so basically this is a situation that happens very often so you are half malaysian half persian slash iranian I'm not trying to have people come at me for saying Persian. <laughs> oh, it's Persian. It's not Persian. It's Iranian. Um, so do you think that, let's say, you have your own unique culture as someone who's makes a come, like, kind of, like, got, I mean, you can explain. Well, I think it's kind of, yeah, I guess, unique in a sense because you get to, like, appreciate two different cultures and you kind of get the good from each culture and try to combine that, right? And it's also interesting because growing up, you'll see like two different mentalities, two different mindsets, especially like coming from parents where they like grew up completely differently, right? Yeah. Like um, my mom came up, like she was brought up in Malaysia and Mm -hmm. it's um, it's pretty modern there. She's very open-minded and stuff. But um, with my dad, like he kind of grew up in Iran and Kuwait. Yeah. So it's a little bit like... I wouldn't say closed-minded, but they're more traditional in their sense, yeah. right? So sometimes it's like you can butt heads, yeah, right? But that's like normal in any type of relationship. Yeah. So, but then it's nice when like everything kind of comes in unison and everything is like, yeah. you know. So with the, uh, with the unique culture that you have as like Roya, let's say that you meet a person and you are very interested and they are brought up very differently, right, than you, but you guys have a lot in common. And at some point, you start noticing that there's a cultural differences. Mm-hmm. And he starts doing, like, certain things that you're like, okay, well, you know, this is, like, not my thing, but okay, you go ahead. Do you think that cultural differences if like they're too much would ever make a relationship toxic in a long term like in a long mm-hmm. term when you're like dating and after like few months the the, the cultural differences you were ignoring it just kind of like pops out and all of a sudden just turn the whole thing around and you're just sitting there like okay well this is just yeah um this is kind of hard right because uh it's like it could go either way in a sense like i feel like above everything you always have to respect each other's cultures right and more importantly like it doesn't matter whether you're from the same let's say culture or different culture as long as you guys want the same thing and you have the same goals and mindset that's the most important thing above everything like you have to think about okay are you guys like looking past interests and like oh i have this in common with him oh we listen to let's say the same music we both like the sports team for example yeah like do we wanna let's say do we see our life headed in the same direction do we wanna raise our kids in the same way for example right Mm -hmm. 
so there's so many other things that are a lot more important but i feel like it becomes toxic or becomes a problem for example let's say when um you try to like completely go towards one culture and try yeah. to forget where the other person's from not compromise yeah not compromising yeah. or disregarding or trying to think that like oh okay maybe in one culture like um let's say it's normal to do things a certain way but in yeah. another culture it might be let's say offensive for example yes right yes so there's so many other things where like communication has to come in key compromise like you mentioned yes so there's a lot of different factors no i i definitely agree and i just um what i think is that everyone should have a very clear understanding of what a toxic relationship is for example someone thinking oh if he gets like really bad to the point that someone is being physically abusive then that's toxic i feel like that's very wrong because they can be emotionally abusive and the thing is um i i i believe that there are so many signs to that but some people want to ignore because they think it's gonna get better exactly and i don't think that it gets better because like melina mentioned someone might be doing that like not on purpose it's just like it's just like it's just looking bad to the other person but the the other person has no clue like oh no i didn't mean it for it to be like that and then there's another one that's like the person's literally doing it on purpose yeah it could Mm -hmm. be telling someone what to do what not to do don't wear this don't wear that don't hang out with this i don't like that person all these things right and i feel like some people want to ignore that because oh it's gonna get better like so how long do you think if someone wants to ignore it how long do they have to ignore it to get an idea of okay is this gonna change or not um i feel like when a relationship is new and it has just started there's obviously gonna be like a honeymoon phase where everyone's just having feelings about each other there's butterflies in your tummy like you see the person like perfectly and that's the thing too you know when they say like love is blind when you actually fall in love there's a chemical in your brain that makes you not see their imperfections so like it's definitely a factor that's Mm -hmm. why like nobody walks away immediately after the first red flag because they're like we can fix this or i can let him know i can let her know you know like nobody really just says okay bye like drops the mic and leaves the situation like nobody does that right off the bat yeah so i feel like three to six months is where people really try hard and like if it's three months people are like okay it's fairly new maybe things are gonna get better after six months you try to notice like okay maybe this is what it is yeah Yeah. like it's probably not gonna get better Mm -hmm. and that's when you start to convince yourself with their potential and Mm -hmm. not what they show you which was the other thing that was pointed out too in the questions on instagram Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like that's when that starts to play in Mm -hmm. where you feel like i know this person can be better because like in the first three weeks or like the first two months they were but now they're not that's because they were trying to be someone else in the beginning and what you see right now after six months eight months is who they actually are after that comfort has developed and all of that stuff no i definitely agree with you and i have to add i feel like in the beginning like you mentioned the honeymoon phase like you're trying to impress the other person and keep them around so a lot of times you'll kind of um 
pretend to be someone else or pretend to like cater to that person to keep them like in your hold right so as soon as let's say you get to know that person whatever like after the six months for example yeah. then slowly like you can only pretend for so long right that's then you, the real you starts coming out so that's the part when you're like oh wait you weren't like this in the beginning exactly right so that's when your true self kind of comes out yeah and i feel like there's also certain situations that like every couple should go like through right so like to really know someone yeah yeah so i feel like yeah i personally really like like um taking a a trip with them yes i definitely agree see if you can be with that person hang Mm -hmm. out with that person tolerate like every single behavior that they have you know like it's not just when they're dressed up on a date it's like on a daily basis for a week for a month where you get to see like what's exactly how do they live what are their like morning routines their like night routines like what do they do what do they Mm -hmm. behave when things go wrong how how are they when they're angry you know like all of these things are i think are things that need to be examined and assessed and evaluated before you make like a certain decision on someone this Mm -hmm. is something that persians also do like usually when you want to get married it's traditional that you take a trip with the groom's family oh, or the bride's that. family yeah uh-huh. for like a really? week i don't know yeah either. you go to like north of iran shoman oh. you either go there and you guys stay in a villa or like just anywhere you take mm-hmm. a trip together with the families to see how you coexist mm-hmm. and it's yeah. not always in parties and gatherings and like everybody trying to look mm-hmm. nice for the other family yeah yeah, yeah. it just becomes a little more real and yeah. you see like how they how they behave with themselves and they see how you guys behave within mm-hmm. your family yeah so yeah, yeah. No, I definitely like that. And I did not know that was a part of the culture. Yeah. So that's like, <laughs> yeah. you really do learn something new every day. And um, I also have to add, like, I feel like, you know, driving with a person, going on like a road trip, even for like an hour or two hours, yeah. you yeah. really get to see how that person reacts to, let's say, traffic road rage yeah. are they patient are they swerving lanes all the time yeah so like i feel like that like being confined to like just the car and yeah. like let's say you're stuck in traffic you're not moving for 30 minutes because let's say there's an accident or something yeah like how do they react to that are they patient they patiently mm-hmm. wait till let's say that traffic like that's really imagine or like they, they just cursing yeah they're they just you sitting just yeah. like yeah. just like so what happened the way down they just cussing away as they exactly drive. right <laughs> so like that plays like a huge part and also how do you like react to conflict when you fight yeah. are they a type of person that like never admits that they're wrong mm-hmm. doesn't try oh, to like um let's say fix the problem they just give up like yes that's a huge thing like do they listen to understand or are they listening to reply oh girl (laughs) that's something that's just a crucial difference that is true and a lot of times people like or like guys in a sense right yeah um okay i I guess like girls would do that too yeah where they kind of like listen to one part of what you say and try to just like turn it on you right so it's like oh no i'm not wrong here you're the one that's wrong yeah they twist it around (laughs) i know okay one last juicy questions before we wrap this episode because we're having really fun but you know what Okay. I know it's yeah. too much fun. <laughs> There's a lot of things we can talk it's about. It's a lot. We can go yeah. on and on. I know. Um, so, 
I you whoever wanna answer the first uh having female friends and having guy friends in a relationship okay i'll go okay <laughs> so do you to some extent it's healthy and to some extent it gets toxic um all right personally i have guy best friends and i would never give them up like they're basically family mm-hmm. i think it's a problem because there you could be friends and best friends with someone like of the opposite gender mm-hmm. and know for sure that it's not that way like you guys are not interested in each other yeah like you don't have that interest right yeah. it's solely like you guys are siblings for example yeah. i think it's a problem when let's say you know for a fact that that person kind of has a crush on you or likes you and you continue being friends with them and kind of like mm. that's like a little and you don't make it clear yes. to them that like oh i'm not interested you in you in that way yes. or i'm not trying to like you know right mm. i think that becomes a problem or you yes. don't draw a line and yes. make it clear to them that like oh nothing's gonna happen that becomes toxic so uh what you're saying is that if let's say you're in a relationship with your boyfriend and mm-hmm. you have all these guy friends that you call family yeah. and you absolutely there is no history between you guys no nothing then that is okay like yeah, you can fine. go yeah okay like i don't mind if my boyfriend or my husband like whatever has girlfriends like that's mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. but i feel like it's a problem if those girlfriends don't respect him and respect his relationship and let's say they don't re- let's say they're interested in him secretly and they're trying exactly. to wait for the day let's say you break up so they can come in yeah. that's a problem like that's if they toxic. don't if they don't know the line yeah or they have a fight and then they go to them for advice yeah that's a little bit of a problem too right yeah so like i guess it definitely does depend like with these type of friendships yeah. it depends on the person because some people solely it's not like that yeah right no. so that's fine yeah but then there's others that are just like they're manipulating and they're mm-hmm. kind of like you know trying to get something out of that friendship in my personal experience it was all the time the low-key interested friend that tried to be just a mm-hmm. friend to just stay in the circle yeah. for as long as they can you know that's why i'm a little wary of mm-hmm. all the guy friend girlfriend thing. Yeah. yeah but i feel like if you genuinely have a guy friend that you mm-hmm. would like to keep around he's considered family you can easily show him to your boyfriend yeah so but. they can also be friends they're guys yeah. anyway mm-hmm. they could gain together go out sometimes that's you know? true like, you could all be friends instead of him just staying your guy friend yeah and like you will see your boyfriend's reaction too if he is like if he's comfortable with him if he picks up on any vibes because yeah. when you're with your significant other you immediately can tell who's interested in them who's not their no, vibes is just like you just feel yeah. it so if they don't feel threatened by them that's good like y'all can hang out do whatever mm-hmm. same with his girlfriends like yeah. i'm down to have a new friend all the time yeah if that girl is someone that is down someone that actually has my boyfriend's best interest at heart yeah. and is not like low-key secretly in love or like they don't have yeah. a history where of a even drunken makeout yeah like nothing mm-hmm. like if it's actually zero and it's just a pure friendship then i'm like sure i'll consider no no that's true <laughs> but, but like anything about like anything other than that i'm like i don't know how i feel yeah. about this like that's my personal opinion yeah, no, definitely. i definitely feel that and i think the whole thing with getting into a relationship with someone that have their ex as their friend no, no. hell no uh, i can't nah. oh hell no, no. 
I'm like, and then we tell them, like, I don't know, that's like hard. It's a little weird. Like, even if you let's say you end things in the best way possible, there's no hard feelings, nothing. Yeah, still, it's it's just a bit awkward. It's awkward, and like, I personally feel like the people that Mm -hmm. end things on a good note is just so when they see each other like a few years later somewhere out in public they can just wave by and have a little smile yeah like yeah. No and they're hard, not yeah. like cussing each other out from across the yeah. street you know like that's i think the maximum of ending on a good yeah. note <laughs> would result in anything more than that okay I'm <laughs> yeah definitely i guess i can say that i have that kind of like very yeah. civilized Exactly. Yeah. Especially since when you're with someone, you develop a lot of mutual friends. So like the chances of you have like ending up seeing them later, or like the mutual friends still mm-hmm. hanging out, or like the friend group yeah. still being yeah. the same. Like so many people are in those situations too. Yes. Just the fact that you could be civil. That's it. Like you don't yes. have to stay in each other's life and be yeah. as engaged as before. Yeah. Because it's weird, I feel like if I meet a dude and I'd be like, yeah, you know, me and my ex were still friends, but like I dated her like six years ago, I'm like, okay, this is weird, this is gonna get toxic at some point, because like, mm-hmm. you you did whatever you did with her, there was like romance, there was all these things, so yeah. it's a no for me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... Thank you everyone for listening. Um, it's it's uh, this episode we talked about everything. It was kind of like all over the place, but I very enjoyed it. Thank you, Roya. Thank you, Melina, for joining me here. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Yeah. Of course, it's an honor. I hope that you all learned something from this episode, and have a great day. We appreciate you always, Kiana, Roya, and Melina. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys.